You're listening to Alive 365. Believe, live, and love. For more information, visit our website at alive365.com. If you've ever been a student, you know the importance of paying attention. Right now, I'm teaching a college class, and when students don't read the directions for an assignment, it is obvious. Not only do they miss the purpose of the assignment, but they lose points for their grade. If you've ever had children, you know the importance of attention. Sometimes you give your child a simple direction, but they don't listen. And before you know it, milk is spilling all over the place, clothes are soaked, children are crying, and parents are losing their minds, all because there was no attention. If you've ever watched a sport, you know the importance of attention. Watching a t-ball game is probably the clearest illustration of this. Some of us have seen the kid in the outfield who takes off his hat, sits down, and picks the dandelions. Meanwhile, the ball gets hit his way and all the fans start cheering. Everyone sees the ball except for him. In every area of life, attention matters. Today we're going to be talking about the importance of paying attention to Jesus Christ. In terms of our spiritual lives, why does Jesus Christ matter and why should we pay attention? Our passage today is Hebrews chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. Hebrews is basically a sermon or an exhortation for believers. That's who it's intended for. And the purpose of the book is to warn Christians from giving up their faith or giving into temptation and to encourage Christians to remain faithful to Christ. With that big picture in mind, let's read Hebrews chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. Therefore, we must pay much closer attention to what we have heard, lest we drift away from it. For since the message declared by angels proved to be reliable, and every transgression or disobedience received a just retribution, how shall we escape if we neglect such a great salvation. It was declared at first by the Lord, and it was attested to us by those who heard, while God also bore witness by signs and wonders and various miracles and by gifts of the Holy Spirit distributed according to his will. In these verses, the author calls each of us to pay attention to Christ or else we will drift away. In these verses, the author does this in three parts. First, a command, then a warning, and finally, a reminder. So let's look at those together. First, the command. We must pay closer attention to Jesus. Verse 1 says, Therefore, we must pay much closer attention to what we've heard. Therefore, reminds us to look at the overall context or what comes before this. Earlier in Hebrews chapter 1, we're told that Jesus is God. Jesus is God's word. Jesus is the heir of all things. Jesus is the light of God and the exact image of God. Jesus is superior over angels. Jesus has been exalted over all of creation. All of those descriptions tell us that Jesus is God. We shouldn't ignore Jesus or treat him as optional. Neither should we look to other leaders or other spiritual beings. Jesus deserves our allegiance more than any other person, whether that be a teacher, a prophet, or even an angel. You may have heard the story that once a man was stuck on his roof and there was a horrible flood and he had to climb up to the top of his house. 
He waited on the top of his house, and he prayed for help to come. First, a man in a lifeboat floated by and invited him to jump in, but the man shook his head. Second, a helicopter flew overhead and dropped a rope down to him, but the man shook his head again. Third, a policeman on a jet ski came near and asked him if he needed help, but the man shook his head. Each time, the man smiled but said, I am waiting for God to save me. It's a silly story, but it reminds us that God often offers us a way to be rescued, but we ignore it. Ultimately, from Hebrews chapter 1 and the rest of the New Testament, we know that God sent his son to save us. But instead of trusting in Christ, we look elsewhere for help. Maybe we don't look to angels, but we look to other people and other leaders. Many people ignore the salvation our rescue that comes through Christ and keep looking as if God had not provided salvation. Scripture tells us that we must or it is necessary to pay attention. There's no option, no replacement, no alternatives. For our own good, we must. So what are we told to do? Verse 1 says that we must pay closer attention. The wording here means to give abundant attention. We're called to be alert to carefully follow and to devote ourselves, to consider what we have heard that God saves us through Jesus Christ. Hearing that should be sweeter than any melody that we ever hear, and it should be more memorable than any lyric we ever sing. What we've heard should resonate within us like a song that we can never forget. And so verse 1 reminds us of this important command that we must Pay closer attention to Jesus Christ. Next, we see the warning that we face consequences for neglecting God. So after this command, we see this warning. Verse 1 tells us what happens. If we do not pay attention, we drift away from what we've heard. Unless we anchor ourselves, drifting is what naturally happens. The imagery here is not hatred or rejection. The picture is a boat that gets untied and slowly drifts away. Before we realize what has happened, we drift away more and more. We barely even notice. To a limited degree, all of us have experienced this. Some of us don't pray or worship or serve or fellowship with other believers for a while. And in those moments, we feel dry and we forget the wonder of salvation. We don't reject God outright, but we neglect him. And we know the feeling that comes when we neglect our God. The warning is simple. When we forget God, we start to drift away from him. We live in a culture that wants us to believe that spirituality is optional. The unspoken message is that faith in God is like seasoning, You can use it when you want to, but you don't necessarily need to use it. Just use it when you want to. Some people leave faith in the spice rack and only use it for extra flavor. But scripture warns us with a rhetorical question. Remember what happened in Israel? If they received a consequence for disobeying, then why would we escape? Why do we think that we are any different than them? Just like Israel, we'll face consequences if we neglect God. So the argument goes like this. Israel had a similar experience. Israel heard the law and knew what was expected. 
However, they disregarded what God said. Therefore, they experienced the consequences of God's justice, and for 40 years they wandered and many died in the wilderness. In a similar way, we have heard about Jesus Christ. Jesus is even more important than the law. If disregarding the law led to such consequences, then for us, if we disregard Christ, we too will face consequences. These are difficult words. We need to remember two facts about God. First, God is superior, holy, and powerful, more than we can imagine. As our creator and sustainer, God has the right for our attention. Because he is God, both rejecting him and neglecting him have a consequence. We can't ignore God and pretend that everything is okay. Second, God provides what we need. If we claim that God is holy and that Jesus is the Savior, if we believe that God is creator and not an optional flavor, then we must absolutely trust in him. We absolutely need him, and ignoring him has tragic consequences. Third, after this command to pay closer attention, and after the warning that we face consequences for neglecting God, we have a reminder. And the reminder is this. We have many reasons to remember Jesus. We have heard about God and his salvation in so many ways. First, Jesus himself told us. Jesus did not merely show us God, but he spoke to us about God. Matthew 1.21 tells us that his name means that he will save his people from their sins. In Luke 19.9, Jesus said that salvation has come and that he came to seek and to save the lost. Jesus dedicated his life to save the world from sin. So Jesus himself told us. Second, many disciples and eyewitnesses told us. Thousands of people heard Jesus and witnessed his works. Over 500 people witnessed Jesus after his resurrection. These people who heard and saw Jesus didn't remain silent but told others. The Hebrews heard these reports just like we have read the Gospels. And these witnesses should remind us to honor Jesus Christ. Third, God the Father verified these words in a variety of ways. God communicates in both word and action so we can understand. And after God spoke, he verified his words in visible ways. Hebrews tells us that God used signs, wonders, miracles, and the gifts of the Holy Spirit. So as you remember all that God has done, healing the sick, feeding the 5,000, walking on water, resurrecting Lazarus from the dead, enabling people to speak in foreign tongues, and helping believers through various means, all of these had a purpose. God used these visible events to verify the truth. So all these reasons, Jesus' own words, these many witnesses, God the Father and the visible signs that he has given us, all this should remind us to remember Jesus Christ. With all this been said,
and all that's been done, we have no excuse. Ignoring or neglecting Jesus is not a reasonable option. We have many reasons to pay attention to Jesus Christ. So we have the command to pay closer attention. We have a warning. We face consequences for neglecting God. And then we have the reminder that we have many reasons to remember Jesus. As we conclude, in every area of life, we need to pay attention. But today we're not talking about just paying attention in school or paying attention on the ball field. We're talking about Almighty God and our relationship with Him. This is a matter of life and death. This is a matter of salvation from sin. This is a matter that deserves the focus of our lives. As Scripture teaches us, we must pay closer attention or we will drift away. That's a sober reminder. Again, as believers, most of us will never outright reject God. But there's a real danger that we may neglect Him, that we may live our lives as if He doesn't exist, as if He hasn't spoken, as if Jesus Christ isn't enough. But the reality is, when we neglect God, the natural result is that we drift away, just like a boat on the sea. And so this passage calls us and warns us to pay closer attention.